Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., Hey guys, welcome to The Wedding Dish, the podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples, wedding professionals, and we read listeners' stories about all things wedding. You can hear our little Frenchie friend, Clouseau, uh, chatting it up in the lobby with um, some of the dogs that are hanging out here. (laughs) Um, From the planning process to the celebration to heartwarming moments or funny stories to pretty much everything wedding related, we've got you covered. You'll hear tips, tricks, and all things about weddings because we love it. Uh, The Wedding Dish is brought to you over full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C. Clouseau, come here. Come here, bud. (laughs) Two dogs. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Steph Norton here, producer and entrepreneur of The Wedding Dish. And that's Sarah Alapin, co-host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of District Bliss and Photos from the Hardy. And we've both been in the wedding industry for years and love sharing real life stories, advice, supporting other businesses, and pretty much spreading positivity wherever we go. And... Clouseau would like to say a special thanks to everyone for tuning into the show, for listening and everything, all the feedback. It's been a really fun season and I can't believe it's almost over. Yeah, it's nuts. I can't believe it either. Time really does fly when you're having fun. This week, we won't be enjoying pizza on the podcast, womp womp, but at least we are over our turkey comas from the weekend and um, we are ready to hit the ground running on this episode. Yeah, it was really nice to take a break and spend some time with our families. Um, But today, on The Dish, we are going to be talking to Sarah's parents. Yep, my parents. (laughs) Thanks for coming, guys. Sure. (laughs) It's a little bit of an adventure. It's always an adventure. Always an adventure. They're not. They don't look the most like willing guests, but we're warming them up with some <laughs> some rosé and some beer. Oh. <laughs> we always have to bribe our guests. <laughs> you guys love it. Yeah, that's right. This was the only way I could get the dog back because he spent Thanksgiving weekend with them, and they were just. I swear, they were not going to bring him back to that the makes city. Sense. I love Clue. I wouldn't want to give him back either. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She specifically asked if he was coming today, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I missed yeah. him because I get to see him every week, and I missed oh. him. <laughs> you get attached to him. Yeah. He's lucky he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he is super cute. Um, well, I, since these are my awesome parents, Christine and Warren, have heard most of these stories, um, and I have my own little insight to most of them. Um, so I'm going to let Steph ask all the questions today, and I can sit back, relax, enjoy my canned rosé, and chat with my parents. <laughs> Yay. So uh, she's turning me loose. Uh, I hope you guys are safe. Um, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a very in-depth interview. I'm only kidding. Um, so... You guys are really cute, and I've seen, before we were ever going to have you on the show, I saw a picture of you guys, Uh and I was like, oh my gosh, your parents are so cute, and I said, (laughs) 
I don't know if you remember this, Sarah, but I said, your dad still looks smitten. Oh, yes. That is exactly <laughs> oh, the word you use. Yeah. And I don't know, you're off traveling somewhere, and he's just, like, giving you the look, and it's really, really cute. Oh. So anyways, we're oh. so happy to have you guys here, because our show is about love and weddings. And so why don't you tell us a little bit, how did you guys meet? Well, I'll let Warren start. We, <laughs> All right. We, we might take different paths in this conversation. Yeah. That's fine. You can tell I'll each version. Start. Everybody has a version. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We were, uh, I was doing a project with National Industries for the Blind, and um, I was working in Seattle uh, with the Lighthouse and took an hour and a half flight to San Francisco. Christine was on that flight as a flight attendant, and I was... Uh, well, smitten. <laughs> and and was one of you reading a book, like a really popular book at the time, like a pop psychology book? Right, I was. Um, <laughs> the, the stories here will diverge a bit, but uh, I, I was reading I'm Okay, You're Okay. And uh, Christine came down the aisle and she sat down on the arm of the chair across the aisle. I was in an aisle seat. Which was empty, because that would have been really awkward. Right. Yes. <laughs> Good point, sir. And, Did we mention she was a flight attendant? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she asked me what I thought of the book. And that led to a, a, you know, a, a bit of a prolonged conversation, given that you're in a flight, and she's a flight attendant. And um, so it was a pretty... You know, I was, I guess, impressed with uh, her intellectual curiosity <laughs> and, and her sincerity, but I was more impressed with her appearance, of course, so <laughs> all kind of blended together. <laughs> As it does. Yes. <laughs> I guess it usually does. And then... <laughs> so we, we talked a while... Um, because I had been out the night before and I was trying to stay awake. There were only six people on the plane, oh, I gosh. think. So, you're t- so you're, he was a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we talked a while. Um, and then you exchanged you exchange phone numbers? or Yeah, at the end of the flight. Will you tell that one? Well, she was standing in... A row of seats in first class so as I went off the airplane I stepped into the row behind her and asked her if she minded giving well actually initially I asked her something that is really typical in New York where I was living and flying out of at the time I asked her if she needed a ride home oh wow uh, she said uh, I am home do you need a ride <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was an odd question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, and then I asked her if she minded if she, would she give me her phone number? And she gave me her phone number. So we still have my business card with the phone number written on the back. That's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how it survived all of our moves, but it's still around. And Um, how long did he wait to call you, Mom? Oh, that's another story, but I was putting the key in the door to my apartment, and the phone was ringing. And I thought, oh, my gosh, maybe this guy's a little too anxious. So, but I answered. Oh, cute. That's very, very cute. 
I'm off the script because I'm like fawning over you guys. I just love your story. <laughs> um, so you mentioned like, well, Maureen, you had mentioned that you liked that she asked you about a book you were reading and like the intellectual curiosity was there. But what did you guys first notice about each other? What did you notice? Like, why did you start to talk to him? I mean, you said there was no one at all to talk to, and you had to stay away. But mine is that. Aside from that, um, I think I really did notice the book first. That's so cool. Yeah, it was the book, and then so I started. We started talking. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, (laughs) it's a left-handed. I told you I was tired. (laughs) Anyway. so so then time goes on, right? And you decide to get married. So can you tell us a little bit about the proposal or how that happened? <laughs> well, it a took th- a little while because Warren was living in New Jersey and I was in San Francisco. Right. So we did a lot of back and forth for probably a year. Well, in between, uh, oh. I, I, we saw each other those two nights, Friday and Saturday. I got her to break two different dates <laughs> um, with a doctor and a pilot right, right. wow <laughs> chuck and bob anyway <laughs> shout out to chuck and bob <laughs> and then um the following i had to go to la i went to la and i was driving down uh century boulevard and i pulled over when you could park on century wow. boulevard and i i got a pay phone when they had pay phones <laughs> and I called her and I said I have to be in Talladega Alabama I have to leave Monday for Talladega Alabama but I can go anywhere I want in between and she said oh so <laughs> I got back to Avis and before I even turned in the car I stopped at the pay phone at Avis and I called her and I said are you going to invite me to come back or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bold. <laughs> I didn't get that hint, though, at the first call. <laughs> so, so she did. And then, because I had a similar rental car, she <laughs> wasn't sure I was single. So for the, uh, for the next two months, uh, really, I spoke more to her roommate than I did to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Now, how did we get to the... Um, proposal uh, it was after I I moved to New York City so I was living in the city and flying out of the New York bases okay uh, so then we dated more um, I don't remember how and Warren was moving you moved Warren May 22nd I remember to Montreal for a different job right so you moved and then I flew back and forth between New York and Montreal, Montreal when I wasn't working and so that went on for it, a while it's in in so, our in our notes it said something about like you were on a ski trip in the Poconos or something and like you didn't really say you didn't really like say will you marry me but you said something along the lines of like trying to lock it down yeah it was, <laughs> it was the third the third time we were together and we I, she had come to visit my parents home on a flight, and uh, so I, we then left my parents' home and we're going to Poconos to ski. And I said in the car, "I'd marry you just to get to know you." Aw, that's very sweet. <laughs> on the that's, third date, yeah, that was a little scary. Well, also. I mean, 
It wasn't the third. There was Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so this was in, then when you got married, it was in 1976, right? Correct. Yes. In Canada? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys had like a very kind of intimate, different for back then, or even now, because I went to the courthouse to get married, but you had a very small ceremony, like intimate. Can you tell us why you decided to do that and how that came about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we had gone to, uh, first of all, we're from very large families, both of us. Christina's four siblings, I have six. Uh, neither of us are from well-heeled backgrounds, so the whole idea of inviting everybody to Montreal wasn't... Right. So, and we're also from two different religious backgrounds. So... Uh, Which was a bit of a thing mm-hmm, at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we, I asked, you know, we, we went home at Christmas and asked Christine's mother in the kitchen, who <laughs> announced that we'd like to get married, and would they... The idea was to meet maybe at a game preserve in the middle of, on the line between Pennsylvania and Ohio. And she said, well, is it a is it a Catholic ceremony? Because I don't think your father will come if it's a Catholic ceremony. Yikes. Yeah, that was if it's odd. Not, yeah. Right. So then I, we went to my parents' home, <laughs> which is what we seem to do every Christmas. We travel Christmas Day. And, and my oldest brother was a minister, and I asked him, would he marry us? And he said, oh, not without extensive counseling. And, and <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> So, you're like, I've already read it. I'm okay, you're okay. Like, we're good. <laughs> Actually, I have a master's degree in counseling. Okay, there so, you go. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, so we returned to Montreal and said, this is too complicated. We were 30 and 27. We yes, weren't we teeny were. boppers, you know. Right, we weren't that young, and it was not like a big thing. Yeah, so we decided to get married and then... Basically, after we were married, the next time we were in the in the states, we had a celebration at my parents' home or in my parents' church, actually, and then a celebration at Christine's home okay. and, uh, with her family. So that's kind of how we handled. The in thing. all fairness, there is literally nothing else in that town other than the church <laughs> oh. and a gas station <laughs> and no traffic lights. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, there's a firehouse where you can drink beer on Sundays. <laughs> so how many people were there? Just just two. Well, just... three counting the minister. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was we... just you two and the minister? No, there were a couple. A, a witness? A right. couple witness? Okay. Yeah. Good friend, very good friends oh, that's of ours nice. in Montreal. And, yeah. and it was the husband and wife. And so, yeah, it worked out well. It was very... I was very comfortable with it. I had no desire to do a big wedding thing, and Warren didn't either. So, yeah, that worked, really. Another differing story where it may (laughs) diverge is uh, why I think Mom is one of the original feminists. Uh, Who wants to field that one, the name change? Oh. Hmm. Well, Well, there's probably two stories here. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) at least. But let your mother start. Well, it, it was a, we chose a Unitarian church because it was the most, it was easy. There were a couple of counseling sessions and then 
You just went in and did it. Well, it's important to note that in, in Montreal, under the Napoleonic Code, with religious, you know, religious, you had the Catholic school board, the English school board, the Catholic French, Catholic English, you know, Jeez. it was very... So to get married in a courthouse in Montreal, the waiting time was like nine months. Wow. So yeah. we... Went to, so we a went to a Unitarian church. Yeah. Right. It, it seemed most neutral. And, of course, probably our, neither one of the families were fond of it, but that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what that's like. <laughs> so oh. do I. <laughs> so when the uh, minister filled out paperwork, he assumed, I guess, that I was changing my name from Danford to Hartenstein. And... Um, I had already decided I wasn't going to change my name because I was going to continue working in New York and I didn't want a different name out there, really. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why? So anyway, we had to go back to him. Because she's an independent woman. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you had a career. Yeah. You yes. Were, yeah. Yeah. And it was all based on my family name. Yeah, so of course. So we kept it that way, but... Um, so when the minister filled out the papers, I wasn't happy, and then I had to ask him to make up a different set of papers <laughs> with a verification of marriage. Wait till <laughs> your dad's story of this. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, it, it was under the Napoleonic Code, so everything has to be formalized, right? So, you, so there's paper that says, I agreed to change my name, too, and it, that's filed with the court. Now, I remember... <laughs> <laughs> she tore the, this guy was very recessive this minister she tore the page in half and pushed it back across the table on the <laughs> I didn't think I did that until I got the second paper and then I gave the first one back to him <laughs> but he was stunned I mean he, he had never met anybody like that yeah I'm sure <laughs> So anyway, it was a little humor about the wedding, <laughs> such as it was. Yeah. You guys are too funny. Hmm. So my middle name is actually her main name, and so is oh, Dan's. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. So we did hang on to it. Well, we hung on to it. She actually legally has never changed her name. Or an idiot. She had the oldest license in Maryland, they had to handwrite it because her name was too long to put on the computerized license. Was oh, because did you do two names? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I hyph I hyphenated. Oh for my goodness. Eventually, a lot of that years. was very forward, like for those times. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-three years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's bold. I like that. I mean, I know you don't love it. <laughs> no, no. I, I it never really seemed to bother. That's more. cool. No, so. I. I I married a strong person, yeah. and I was happy she was a strong person. I'm happy to this day that she's a strong person. That's nice. Mm, not too strong. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. But it, it actually, they typed the, the wedding or the driver's license, and it curved down the license because the typewriter wouldn't hold the way. Isn't that funny? So, the, the E was on another line. <clears throat> but then... Yeah. Um, Think it was, After the children, she started to use Hartenstein, and then sometime, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four years later, we got a letter from Social Security Administration saying there are four <laughs> different people paying into your oh. Social Security. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
Christine R. Danford, Christine Danford Hartenstein, Christine. I mean, it was. She had four names. Wow. Well, anyways, it's all been condensed. So then she said, I am Christine, middle name Danford, middle. Got it. Last name Hartenstein. But it's never, frankly, been legal. Right. How do you make something legal, though? I don't know. Wait till we chisel your headstone. (laughs) So after all this with the Canadian government and all this stuff, you guys went on a honeymoon, right? And where did you go on your honeymoon? Liberia. Wow. Uh, I had a brother living in Liberia, uh, running the technical, excuse me, technical side of an iron ore mine. Wow. And so we, we went to Monrovia, flew into Monrovia, and uh, they had uh, the, the whole mining community had a big celebration for us. It was. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. They had a big reception kind of thing, and we just got married. And That's there, nice. Yeah. Christine. Had you ever been there before? No. Neither no. one of you. Mm-mm. No. Did it ever like occur to you like we shouldn't go here for honeymoon or we'll go somewhere else or you just were like this is a one cha- time chance we're gonna go because you had the friend there or your was your brother sorry brother, right. right yeah I think it, it prevented or presented a unique opportunity uh, to go and and basically stay for nothing yeah interestingly <laughs> for this banquet Christine had to go choose the pig which was funny anyway because <laughs> she couldn't decide which one. To pick. Oh, this. my God. She can't decide anything. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's true. It was pretty funny. And I had to choose the bamboo spit. Oh, wow. So it was a tradition, a Philippine tradition, actually. And they stayed up all night cooking this pig on a spit for the Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was quite an. Then uh, other people contributed fish and. It was quite a large event. Wow, really that's good. nice. Yeah, it was that's a very lot of fun. unique, right? So you mm-hmm. have very unique memories. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of fun. And after that, then we did go to Switzerland and spent almost another week up there, and yeah. then back home. Oh, that's really so we nice. To, wow, is that where it was snowing and you had to put bags on your feet? <laughs> yes, we had to buy loaves of bread and throw away the bread and put bags in them. All we had were Africa. <laughs> garbage yeah. and they had a snowstorm it was the first time in living memory that the railroad got shut down by the snow oh wow it was that bad oh my god <laughs> we were staying in a hotel where you should have been able to see the Matterhorn we never saw it because it was snowing so hard wow <laughs> it was a big blizzard yeah. oh my gosh so, so they put Bags, plastic bags over their sandals. Yeah, that still works, right? Couldn't find boats anywhere. I think most of the stores were closed. Actually, that's so cool. Like that, you (laughs) did those two trips and combined them. That's really awesome. And the shower, unfortunately, was out on was an external shower. Oh god! Oh god! (laughs) (laughs) Was on a patio. Mm. It's kind of funny to think about being on a patio in the nude, showering, but... It's very European. Yeah. All right. Well, on that happy note, I mean, who doesn't want to shower outside in Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to take a little break and refresh ourselves with a little wine, and we'll be back in a minute. Okay. <laughs>
And we're back. Um, so this has been super fun to chat with you guys about your wedding day um, and your honeymoon. Um, so let's chat about uh, things outside of just your wedding. Um, and I guess this feels weird for me to ask, but um, what is your favorite thing about each other? Mm. <laughs> mm. That's a trick question, isn't it? <laughs> Somebody... You can also tell us your least favorite. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I like your here. diplomatic hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm deferring to you. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Um, independent strength. I, I, I like know, that. Uh, I I think that's been a real critical component of our of our matter, marriage. Something I think we appreciate more today than we. I appreciate more today even than then. That's nice. Uh, the amount of eye rolling that is happening, like <laughs> she might actually go blind. <laughs> Remember when you used to tell me if I made that face, it would get stuck like that? Oh, yes. I think that came up a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Mom. Oh, so you my still favorite. have to answer. Yeah, I guess probably a, a similar thing. I think we're both pretty independent. Like we weren't clinging or hanging on type people. Um well, yeah, you were a flight attendant, so that was good. And Dad spent a lot of time traveling too. Right. And most people, most people were married by then, or about to get married, right? So you guys were st- like pursuing your careers, and that wasn't really like your main focus for both of you. Right. Really liked your jobs, right? Right. Yes. 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 And yeah. then they waited a couple years before they decided they wanted to have kids. Yes, that's true. We did. Well, we met yeah. in '73. We married in '76. Mm-hmm. So already there was a a gap that we allowed to, you know, we, we allowed to grow. And, and most of the difficult adjustments that couples have, we had, but we had them outside of marriage, mm-hmm. which I think was really helpful because then when we decided to get married, we kind of had fully come to know each other and respect each other, I think, and, mm-hmm. and what, don't you think, Christine? Yeah, I agree. We weren't in any big rush to sign the dotted line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know what that's like, because I've only been married for three years, but I've been with my husband for 16 years. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and we moved, you know, different times for our separate careers and stuff, and, like, still had a lot of pressure put on us, you know, yeah. like... And we just felt like, well, this is how our life already is, you know. But we had gone through a lot of things by the time we actually got married. Um, And it's different, I would think, than having those challenges when I was younger or just earlier on. Yeah, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just... Yeah. It's just... Our lives. Yeah, it's just the way that it went down. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, yes, because we were older and kind of set with what we were up to and, you know, I guess. And what was the biggest difference between uh, living together and being married? Oh, um, well, it was a little bit of an adjustment because then I took a bunch of furniture that I had (laughs) stored in my parents' home 
drove that up to Montreal and kind of settled in, and then we bought a house, and so all of that was a big change. Did more people live together back then, or was that also a thing where people were like, oh, you live together, like, why don't you just get married kind of a thing, or... Like, did you feel any pressure societally or anything, or you I, just did your own thing? Yeah, I think the people that were my friends and people that I worked with were, um, they were a little more liberal. Yeah. And, yeah, during Ca- that time California, period. California, San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> so things were a little more liberal then. Yeah. It was living and people moved in and they'd move out and move in and move out. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we weren't really going to do that or tried not to. Right. Not, it wasn't common where yeah. I grew up. Yeah, okay. In, or in, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, I, I didn't have many friends. I can't think of a friend. No. Who lived together. Huh. They just got married, like, right at mm-hmm. a high school or something. Yeah, and then they got divorced. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were quite a few of those through the years. <laughs> One one thing I guess I always think about was, I think once you bring children into the mix, that you better be a hundred percent ready to stick it out mm-hmm. because of the devastation that it causes children. Mm-hmm. Or that, that's just my personal opinion. But so there were ups and downs through the years, but not too many. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We don't want to get too deep or dark. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have kids, so that whole question just makes me nervous. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, It's definitely something to consider, and it's not for everybody's path. But um, yeah, I mean, these days, like people can't even afford them, so it's a different. It's a totally Uh, different game. Well, you're, you know, and she had a career. Yeah. She had a career before she had a career. She was a nurse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my so goodness. So she still has her nursing license. So, and I, you know, the, you know, I was doing the typical male thing of, of building a career. Yeah. So, you know, sales manager to vice president to president, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I, sometimes I tell her now, I was too focused on that. Yeah. I, you know, too focused on that and not, it really, I regret that I wasn't, more balanced in my focus. Um, hmm. um, I think it's tough. That it's still tough for men today. It is. I mean, the, the burden is on men to earn and, and also, you know. In right, a lot it's, of ways. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, we, we did have uh, Sasha on Creations by Sasha. She's the breadwinner in their family. Right. Um, Cause she has like a million awesome degrees um, yeah. <laughs> and an awesome job um, and owns business. She's pretty, yeah. just a pretty rad yeah. person. Um, so it happens, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think societally there's still that pressure still exists. Definitely back then. Mm, right. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely back, back then. Back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like a train, you know, it's unstoppable. It's, You've got to step from this level to that level to that level. Yeah. And you pay a big price for that. Yeah. And plus there's pressure once the family grew um, <laughs> to increase the earnings. Right. So, you, you know, that that was, and, and as a flight attendant, that wasn't going to. Right. Christine didn't have a lot of income flexibility, but I was, I, I was, I was able to 
increase my level so that uh, that helped um, right but it is it's it's a dilemma really and I, I frankly as a human being right a non take the male out of it take the gender out of it as a as a human being I really regret the amount of co- focus yeah that that took given the amount of I'm enjoying today not having that focus right and uh, how much I'm enjoying being with her today <laughs> as two old people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's hard to imagine we're in our 70s yeah. anyway in all fairness no, nice, you don't though. look it I mean dad Sweetie. has had gray hair since I was born <laughs> right so it's like a nice silver hopefully that's what I am gonna be growing in constantly because I have been going gray since I was in my 20s um we'll see what mom's hair color turns into whenever she decides to let them stop coloring it yeah that's true um so um what's the best thing that's happened since you got married hmm well I think for me I'm being married is is worked and um has worked <laughs> glad it's to hear good that. yeah good to hear <laughs> and I think having Dan and Sarah bringing children into the whole mix and and it was a, a much bigger family but yeah, I think that's probably the best of the. Yeah, and I've we were seen. big babies. Yes, yeah. Dan was 11 pounds. Oh, my God. Sure. <laughs> and yet, Sarah was 8, you're, you're younger, right? Yeah. You're I'm, the younger, I'm so you did it again. 18 yeah, months younger, gosh. so I'm not that much younger either. Yeah. It was yeah. nine months on, nine months off, right. nine months <laughs> on. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they were both in diapers at the same time. They potty trained us together, so that seems like it works out, right? It works out. <laughs> but we, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I, the day that uh, the, the both of them were born is just the most striking human experience. Uh, I, I just can't imagine anything ever rising to that level. Uh, yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah, it's, Quite a miracle in its own right. It's well, and it, it's a bonding thing, too. I mean, you're bonding with the child, but it really kind of is a final statement about the two of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, this is permanent, this is real, it's alive, and, and this is something we've created. Uh, it's alive! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just looking around for someone to help once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> I kept traveling. <laughs> well, so did mom, in all fairness. It was her yeah. job, after all, her I th- career. I think I was off, I was on constant leaves probably <laughs> for four years. So Sarah was almost four when I went back to work. So I was able to be out of work that long. That's nice. Yeah, that was good. And as, as a, I always have been thankful for the fact that there were Mr. Mom days when she worked and we'd have to coordinate her travel schedule and Sarah can tell you that uh, they got <clears throat> ham mm-hmm. 
green beans and potato <laughs> potatoes every one of their dinner meals during the no nope. sometimes that was we your had specialty that. huh <laughs> yeah, sometimes special. there was sausage <laughs> oh no oh. and not the one on the airplane dad i wasn't even going to bring that story into the mix <laughs> Um, there was that sausage that also came in like the pressed bag because that's the ham he's talking about the one that like comes in the flattened bag um, I don't know what you're talking about but va- I'm, I'm nodding vac- <laughs> vacuum. I, I'm not going to eat anything like that <laughs> vacuum packed <laughs> vacuum packed <laughs> sausage and vacuum packed ham and then colored noodles entered the mix and I would only eat one of the colors yeah, Sarah, Sarah was a very picky eater. They, they used their separator plates, right? Oh Into their teenage years. Oh, when did this did become a see. roast on me? <laughs> they They're getting you back that. now. The tables are turning. <laughs> so, anyway. life now... What are your favorite things? What is life like now as a couple who's been married for 43 years? You have kids out of the house, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Almost. <laughs> what? Uh, you just like being together or traveling? Or is it mainly just like day to day, like being able to be together and do stuff? Tell me what you told, told me before. Well, yeah. I, I, the day to day, I mean, we love traveling and like but the day to day is probably in, is almost the most pleasant in the sense that uh, this is what Sarah is referring to we we hold hands when we go to sleep at night oh that's mm. very cute sometimes and, <laughs> <laughs> not tonight <laughs> lovey and uh, sometimes we dance in the dark Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> now I'm sure we're not holding hands. <laughs> She's like, who's this mystery woman that you're dancing in the dark with? Because it's not me, and I want to run out of this podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. She initiates. Aww. That's, so, that's very, very sweet. It really, really is. Well... It, it, gives, like, it gives me something to look forward to, you know, like people that are listening. Like, you know, that's really what it comes down to is like you... You have your like movie buddy sidekick, and right. both of you don't have the stresses of working anymore at some point, hopefully, and you can just hang out and have a good time, you know? Yeah, but basically the only thing we do separately are haircuts. <laughs> this <laughs> is so true. Yeah, we, we go to every doctor's appointment you with each together. other, and we, except she doesn't let me go to some of her doctor appointments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she insists on going to all of his. Mm -hmm. That nursing degree. Uh, She's got to wield that power. (laughs) But uh, really, we do. uh, You know, I, I, the grocery store, all of that. That's that's all done together. And that's, it's really, I mean, it's really satisfying. Life is great. It's, yeah, we've done pretty well with it. To tell you, and I tell her this, that's the basis of the regret that. We didn't do this earlier in our lives because it's so fulfilling and so pleasant now for me. I don't know about you, (laughs) (laughs) but it is. It's so, so personally fulfilling, so loving Mm -hmm. um, that it. uh, Okay. (laughs) 
Sarah doesn't take my, like, I, I guess you don't call them invisible, but what's the word for audio invisible, like, when I'm trying to signal to when you? When she's trying to cue me yeah. is the time cue. when she le- leans in closest to the mic. <laughs> and to, whispers. And whispers <laughs> every time. It cracks me up because, you know, she has this tendency to sit further back than I do. <laughs> And then when she, whenever she has to cue me, she like yeah. leans in so close and says, Sarah, something. <laughs> so, um, I love it. It's cute. So anyways. Clouseau um, has a fan club behind you happening right now. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Yes. We're going to wrap up in a few minutes, but, um. Yeah, I just thank you so much for coming on and just being vulnerable and sharing your experience <laughs> with us because so many people, <clears throat> especially nowadays, you know, they're thinking like, am I going to get married? You know, can I afford it? What's my wedding supposed to be like? You know, is it can right. it be in my control? And so it really helps to get, you know, a perspective from someone that's like been in love and been young and then come all the distance and is still in love and is still like enjoying enjoying their life. It's yeah. really nice. You guys can see the photos on our blog and our Instagram and oh, you'll no. see yeah. I know. Been, see, this is what happens when you're not on Instagram, mom. Oh. <laughs> you don't even know I'm sharing things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't and I'm sure I didn't approve of any, so <laughs> I should have checked. I'll make sure they look nice. <laughs> okay. All Good, your thanks. worst faces you've ever made. No, yeah. no, I don't do that. I don't play that game. I don't like that game at all. No, there it's the super cute one of you guys. I think Uncle Neil actually took it. Um, that was up today. Um, that's who they visited in Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this was super fun. I mean, I love hearing all these stories and I'm glad that you did too, Steph, because um, (laughs) I think my parents are super cute and they were great role models for me growing up and I feel very lucky that they're so happy and that they really enjoyed having us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Still. <laughs> well, Steph, are you bringing your parents on? Well, my, that's an ah! interesting question because my parents live in Boston. Ah. So um, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe sometime Maybe or so. we could do it virtually sometime. I don't know. Ah. Um, we can, we can, that's maybe TBD, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could, of course, do like a video thing with them too and put it on our Patreon. We could do that. Mm. And uh, also my friend that got just got married in Ireland. Oh, yeah. She has a really interesting story. Oh. So I don't think that'll work out for them to come down here, but that's another couple that I'd like to interview. So we'll see right. if we can get into Boston. But so Sarah, who are we having next week? Next week we have Marnie Bromberg and Jonathan Mervis, whose wedding photos from the Hardy captured last Labor Day weekend. Oh, great, Sarah. Yeah, they're yeah. super cute, um, and I'm really excited to have them join us on the wedding dish. Mm-hmm. That's going to be amazing. Um, I've met Jonathan before at the District Bliss event, and he's so much fun. He's very talkative, so that should be a great show. <laughs> um, you guys, can I ask you, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Wedding Dish on your preferred podcast listening p- platform. And don't forget to send us your heartwarming holiday proposal, engagement, or wedding stories. Um, I think I said wedding stories and proposal like three different times, but you guys know what I mean. If you have a holiday (laughs) wedding proposal, send it to us at our website, theweddingdishpodcast.com, and you can fill out the form and click the submit button on the menu. 
Um, thanks for hanging out with us today on The Wedding Dish, um, the podcast where we chat about all things wedding, from planning to inspiration to business and more. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you all next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Cheers. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.